Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me. I am your host, JJ. It's so good to have each and every one of you. Thank you so much for liking and downloading this podcast. You could be listening to any other podcast in the world. There's a lot of Bible podcasts out there. There's a lot of Christian channels out there. But you're taking a moment to listen to this one. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. I thank God for having you here. Thank God for allowing me an opportunity to have a podcast. And thank you, God, for the, the strength to go through and keep doing it. That's not something that I am naturally prone to do, but thank God for allowing me an opportunity and basically uh, having me to do it. Today, um, oh, before we get into that, got to talk, give special shout out to our sponsors. Walk With Me is sponsored by Exquisite Creations, as well as True Bars and Lyricists. He's got some new Christian songs out there, Christian rap out there. And if if you're into that, if you're into the rap, you're into stuff like that, and you have younger kids and stuff like that, Go ahead and have give him a holler. Uh, give him a listen. Uh, I he's the one that made the bump music for the show, and I guess he's just watching some of his progression and living for God has been absolutely amazing. I'm thankful for that. I'm really thankful. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, want to talk about a certain set of scripture, email us at walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com walk with me bible study at gmail.com i did get your questions about the wise men we will talk about that yes we will but i'm gonna let the holidays go by and so that we have time to fully delve into it but we i did get your questions about the wise men all right today we though we are going to talk about the gifts of the spirit now i get it um a lot of people will talk about the gifts of the spirit um, and really when they're talking about the gifts of the spirit they're talking about gifts of discernment uh, or they're talking about gifts of preaching or they're, they're talking about something they're talking about some sort of uh, external sort of uh, look at me I can do this sort of thing kind of a gift and um, the, it's not exactly only about that that, that that whole that it's kind of a almost like a commercialization of the Holy Ghost and what people do and if I was God I guess I'd be a little upset about it and I'm just being honest with you but there are a lot of the gifts of the spirit that we don't really talk about and it makes me wonder if we really have the Holy Ghost if we're not talking about these gifts now we'll, we'll go into it but first of all the outpouring of God's spirit molded together a, a whole spiritual body and by that it molded together it took a lot of people with different viewpoints and different aspirations and different likes and dislikes and it, it put us all into a body together and we call that body the New Testament church now it, it just depends on how you feel about it but in Ephesians 1 and 22 it says, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be that head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth 
all in all. So what does that really mean? It also means that, you know, spiritual manifestations or supernatural manifestations of the spirit occurred. And we commonly refer to these manifestations as gifts of the spirit. Not my supernatural. I'm not talking about, you know, pulling fire out of your hands or, or you know, something like that. Or casting spells on people or hitting people with chicken balls. I'm, we're not talking about that. We mean something that cannot be explained or understand by human reasoning, but it glorifies the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of you or the kingdom of I or, you know, the legend of JJ or, or anything like that. This is this is the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a gift of God. Now, the, the, one of the things that we have a problem with is sometimes we limit God to our realm of understanding and this is where you know I'm always talking about false doctrines and things like that I believe this is where a lot of our false doctrines come from Isaiah 55 8 and 9 God said for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts now, oh, you know what I forgot to do, y'all. So here's the thing. I know, I know I say it every single session, every single podcast, every single episode. But when we go through a scripture, read a verse or two above, the verse or two below, or preferably the whole chapter, because context is key. Y'all, was, y'all just repeated what they did. Context is key. Now, similarly, the same book, the Bible, that teaches about the use of spiritual gifts states in Corinthians 2 and 11, or 1 Corinthians 2 and 11, what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even as even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now, if you just read that without understanding, it sort of sounds like God doesn't know man. But that's not exactly what that scripture is saying. And I've actually used this. uh, Well, not I, but people have used this to sort of contradict people and say, hey, you know, the Bible says that God don't know anybody. That's not what it said at all. It's it's showing that God's spirit of God is going to put you in a position to where you understand the reasoning of God in a better situation than you would the reasoning of man. And why is that important? Because you and I, we could be sitting right across the table. It could be five of us, six of us, seven of us can be sitting right across the table and have one thing in common. We just want to go across the street. Well, I'm sorry. We just want to get some some gummy bears from the store. And we can come up with two, five, eight, twelve, fifteen different um, ways to get that done. We could even come up with the reason why we want the strawberry gummy bears and not the cherry ones. Or why we want um, you know, gummy worms instead of gummy bears. And why we want cherry, the gummy cherries rather than the gummy worms. We could come up with all these different things. That's what the Spirit of God will avoid. And when it says God, you know, the 
the things of God knoweth no man. This is what the spirit is for. It will actually put us all in the same body to get on the same accord. That hey, you got to get up out of these. You got to push the chair back. Get up. Put the chair under the table. Open the door. Walk out. Walk across the street. Take some money with us. Don't forget to take any money with us. Go into the store. Pick up the gummy, whatever, the gummy packets. Go to the counter. Smile. Say hello. Pay for the gummy bears and walk out the door. And avoid all that previous confusion that we had trying to debate on when or where or why we should go get gummy bears. This is the difference between having the spirit of God and the spirit of man. And I, I hope that really explains that a little bit uh, clearer. But these gifts are also made to bring profitability to the church. And in that saying, I can say, I can hear you guys hearing ching ching, money, money. No, no, no. We're not talking about, you know, having a billion dollars or or flashing suit or uh having 12,000 members sitting in a congregation of a $15 million complex or having a plane with the name on the side. We're not talking about that. The, the profit of the church is about growing the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 12 and 7, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Now, I get it. You know, a, a lot of people... In sitting in going back to this this round table discussion sort of scenario we talked about earlier, some people will literally sit there and tell you that the church doesn't experience this thing today. Uh, there are no gifts. You know, um, that the church no longer experiences miracles. The scripture doesn't say that. In fact, there are scriptures that tell us that the gifts will remain in the church prevalent until Jesus comes back. First Corinthians 1 and 2, until the church of God which is at Corinth, tell them, or to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all that in every place, call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, both theirs and ours, and jump down to verse 7, so that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, the gifts will precede you. And they will announce you. And you will be exemplified in that the fact that you have the gift of the Holy Ghost. And just the same way we were talking earlier about this gift of God molding everybody into one body. You got to think about a body, the church body, in the same way you figure out the human body. Because this is the only way to really justify or explain it. But just like the human body has a lot of different parts you have, you have a heart, you have a liver, you got a stomach, you have a toe, you have a foot, you have a hand, you have an elbow, you have an eyeball. The same way, and, and same way that each one of those things I mentioned has a specific task and has a specific goal, has a specific place in the body, you. Once you have the Holy Ghost and you're in the church, I'm not talking about whatever your building says on the front door. I'm talking about in the church. Once you are in that position, whatever position God puts you in, I don't care if it's picking up 
um, peppermint wrappers off the pew at the end of service. That has a purpose. That has a purpose. And it is just as important as the preacher that's standing behind the pulpit. And I'm telling you, I'm, I can't really explain it any other, any plainer than that. You, there's no big eyes or little U's in the congregation. And there shouldn't be. And if you have a, if you're in a situation where you feel like, you know, the, the preacher puts himself above you in some kind of way, guys, I, I can't really explain it any plainer that, but that you need to find a place, different place to go. You need to find a different place to go. Because that's exactly antithetical to what Jesus wanted. Jesus walked among his disciples. Yeah, there were some times he walked in front of his disciples, but generally he walked among his disciples. And if Jesus was God manifesting the flesh, and God being who he is can actually snap his fingers and or speak entire universes into existence. But yet he sought fit. He didn't think it was crazy for him to walk among us and talk to us like, you know, he loved us. What what grounds does the pastor have to, to say he's above anyone else in the church? Now, I know. I know. Some of you guys probably some of you guys probably take that and run off the wind with run off the ledge with it. But that's between you, God, and the devil. That is to say, everyone in the body is important. The singers are important. The, the, the people who are sitting there and listening attentively are important. Listen, think about the human body. When you're sitting there eating, right? Let's just say you're sitting there eating a hamburger, eating a Big Mac. The mouth is doing the work. And then the esophagus is doing the work. And then the stomach is doing the work. What is the toe doing? But without the toe, it makes it difficult to go get the next walker. If the foot is gone, it makes it even more difficult. If your hands are missing, then it makes it even more difficult to eat the Big Mac. And I'm saying this to say that all of it works together. All of it is important. Now, let's stop right here because... When I was talking about the gifts of the uh, spirit, and people like to say, "Okay, this is my gift, and that's that's uh, that's my gift, and that's your gift." No, no, no. There is a huge difference between the gifts of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit. The gifts of the spirit are not to be confused with the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is is grace in the character of the believer. Now, what does that mean? This is like a, a like a divine enablement to strengthen and encourage us. In, in other words, having the Holy Ghost will allow us to manifest our faith in a in ways that people who don't have the Holy Ghost are not able to do. And um, people who who have their gifts also have to use the, their fruit of the Spirit to manifest their gifts. Does that make sense? If not, you know, send me an email and I'll be more than happy to go more into more detail. But one of the things that's very important right now is that we have to make sure we take great care in their operation. 
don't jump out there. If, if God didn't tell you to say this thing, don't say it. Don't jump out there like you're some great wizard and, and say stuff and, and that people believe you and that they're believing God because of you and that now because you said something that was crazy, now all of a sudden they're questioning their faith in God. The, the Corinthian church had a really bad issue with operation of the more spectacular gift. They were really out of balance with it. Um, and so we're going to talk about that today. And if we get, um, if we get, have time, we'll be able to go into knowing supernaturally. But um, nine gifts of the spirit was this. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I'm not happy to be ignorant. We're talking about 1 Corinthians 12 and 1. And we're going to go all the way to verse 12. And we're going to probably spend the rest of the podcast on this. Know, you were, know that you were Gentiles carried away onto these dumb idols which you were led. Wherefore, I gave you to understand that no man, speaking by the Spirit of God, calleth Jesus a curse. And no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now, what they're saying there is that... Um, these idols, these people were worshiping idols, and so they were cursing people, and and they were quote unquote blessing people, and and I'm using that term specifically because this is what we do today: we curse people, we bless people. But we're, and then when these people started living for God, they started doing the same thing that they were doing when they were worshiping idols, cursing and blessing. But. These are the now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And the problem is, and go back to verse three, no man can say that Jesus is God except if the Holy Ghost allows him to say it. You can't you're not blessing anyone. God is blessing them and using you as the tool to do it. And it's very important that we don't get out of our position. Because then it's more of a kind of an idol worship. Um, now, going back to verse 5, there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. There are differences of operation, but it's the same God with worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. We just read that. For it, to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to other the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of the healing by the same Spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kind of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self-same Spirit, dividing to every man servilely as he will. For as the body is one, it has many members, and all the members have that of that one body being many or one body so also is Christ now I get it somebody might get confused about what I just read basically just because you have a gift of this doesn't put you any more important than anyone who has the gift of that in the body of Christ this Bible study this, this podcast doesn't make me any better or any worse than any person who just who's looking 
who just got the Holy Ghost. This Bible study doesn't make me or, or anyone else that is involved in the creation of the podcast any better or any worse than someone who is just looking for answers while living for God. I know I said that twice, but it's very important because I could be in a situation where, and we talked about uh, situations before where somebody could listen to this Bible study podcast, you know, get a revelation of God, get on their path to living for God, and then come back and help me later on. So, and then I would be just glad and happy to accept their help because we are all one body. The elbow doesn't work without the arm. And we were talking in church the other night, last night, about, you know, tongue and teeth falling out. If your tongue, and, no matter how much your tongue and teeth argue, they can't get away from each other. And that's the kind of continuity that the body of Christ should have. And by the body of Christ, we're talking about the church. And we use these terms, we sort of use these terms similarly, but then we use them in different contexts, and then it gets confusing. And then because it gets confusing, because either A, we're not searching it out and praying it out ourselves, we allow the devil to enter the confusion, and then now you, there you go. And so this is what we have. So these nine gifts of the Spirit are it's just allowing the it's to allow the church to become stronger in its general you know its general mission and its general mission to uh, get people saved and get people on the way to heaven and again I know you said but JJ you don't use that term saved like that I know I know I, I just try to get to use that term so that people can understand what I mean by being born again because it's, it is what it is we all have to be born again and we all have to start that life we all have to start that life if you want to go to heaven now you don't have to start the life you can make your choice of what you choose to do it's really up to you friend but I do thank you for joining us I do thank you for listening and yeah I know I'm out of time but we're going to continue this because the next thing we're going to know uh, we're going to start breaking down what these gifts are like the power to know supernatural that's going to be our next one uh, God tells us to choose up another one in other words um, guys thank you so much thank you so much for joining us I'll see you on the next one tell somebody you love them and don't forget to like and share and if you have any questions send me an email at walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com thank you love you bye Yeah. True. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got to spread the words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason.